Welcome, and thanks for checking out the Living Word Family Church Sermon Podcast. Before we get to the message, we'd like to invite you to check out Living Word Family Church if you don't already have a church home. For more information, you can check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. Hey folks, welcome to another Wednesday. I hope you're doing well, trusting God of all things. Uh, as you know, we're living in perilous times, what Paul said, and there's going to be trouble and there's going to be tribulation and trials. In fact, we've been told that. Uh, this thing going on today, this COVID-19, has uh, really been a blight. And uh, But you know there's going to be trials. Jesus told us that, tribulation. But tonight I want to talk to you about what to do, you know, what to do in that. In John 16, 33, he says, In the world you'll have tribulation, tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Tribulation, that means uh, pressure and oppression and strife and anguish and uh, adversity, afflictions, distress. It can go on and on and on. And that's certainly what we're going through in our country right now with uh, the coronavirus, uh, that, which has really divided our country, divided our church, divided our uh, households and what, what to do and how to, how to go about uh, getting through this. All this unrest in our nation, my goodness, I can never believe uh, and never have saw a time when our nation is such an upheaval and such a, uh, uh, an attack upon our, our very be- well-being here in this country. Great stress and pressure. I don't know, I mean, you, you can't look at the news or hear the news about anything except for what's going on in our nation today. And it's anarchy, it's... Uh, it's a uh, Marxist movement. It's an antichrist spirit is really what it is. But Jesus said, I like what he said, be of good cheer, amen, right in the midst of trouble, right in the midst of tribulation, be of good cheer, he said, for he had overcome the world. And it means even in the midst of all that's going on, on persecution, there's a joyful peace in knowing that we have victory through Jesus Christ. But listen, key is to know what to do in the midst of the trouble. The key is to know where to go. Over in, in Matthew chapter 7, uh, it's a, a conclusion of the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus given this parable here in verse 24. Well, I want to go back and read 21. He says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. It's an important thing. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out devils in your name, and done mighty works and wonders in your name? And then I will declare to you that I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. In fact, in Jesus in Matthew 24 talks about in this day that we're living in today, as the end draws near, at the end of the age draws near, there would be great lawlessness going on. But now in verse 24, he says this, Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rains descended, the floods came, and the winds blew, and, the, and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who, who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who has built his house on the sand. And that rains descended, the floods came, 
and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. We're seeing Jesus talking here uh, about what we should do. Both of these men, he said, or both of these people, built their house, and they were building a house. But if we don't build our house on the rock, we are certainly going to fall. First of all, they were building the house. One built it on the rock. Jesus said, those that build upon the rock will be secure, will be sound. And one was building on the sand. Both chose the foundation, didn't they? One was the rock of <laughs> the rock, and one was the uh, the sand. It says over in First or First Corinthians three eleven, for there is no other foundation that can be laid that is which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Both experience. Listen, in this world there be trouble. It rains on the just and the unjust. That's what it said right there. Jesus said that even if you build your house on the rock, that rain and the, and the trouble and the winds and the storms are going to come, the trials, the tribulations. And, but the key is that you've built on something that's going to stand the test of time. You built your house upon the, the rock, Jesus Christ. One heard and obeyed and was delivered. One heard and did not obey, and great was the fall. Listen, tonight I'm just asking you to, to, to take stock in where you're at tonight. Are you building on the rock? Have you built your foundation on solid ground? Are you, are you built on sand when the winds come, when the rains come, when the storms come? Are you going to be washed away? I remember going out to my sisters back in, oh, 2003. They had a hurricane go through out in, in Virginia, and she lived right along the coast. And uh, right in that coast, she, uh, near, the, near the Chesapeake Bay, actually, and not too far from it. And we, we drove down through there. It was after the hurricane. Actually, I took a car out there. They had lost a car, and I took a car out there to, uh, for them. And there were houses that were to totally off the foundations, totally washed off the foundations, uh, and trees and everything, debris. But then there were houses that had experienced things before and they had built their house on solid foundations. Now they took some uh, hits. They, they, some of them had uh, the roofs were pull, pulled up a little bit or, or shingles off, all kinds of things like that. But the house stood. And see, that's what Jesus is talking about. You build your house on truth. You build your house on the things that he has proposed and what he had actually said in, in, the, in this uh, uh, Sermon on the Mount, he's telling them how to live your life, how, that, how we should live our life. And so it's important that we build on something strong or we're going to fall. Now, it goes on to say trials will come to all. Listen, Jesus is talking about people. Listen, he's not just talking about the house itself. He's talking about the people that build on the house. And some, some are in the church. How many of you know people were in the church, maybe had Christian parents, have great Christian influences, but trials are going to come to all, but some don't stand in that trial because they have not built their house themselves on the rock of our salvation, who is Jesus Christ. Trials come to all, sickness, suffering, pain, sorrow, uh, disappointment, death, stress, uh, disease, rejection, uh, neglect, sin, poverty, all kinds of things, trying times. Wise builders build on the rock, Jesus Christ. Foolish builders build on anything other than Christ. Listen, my friends, the wise builder knows victory. How many of you know you can have victory right in the midst of trouble? 
in, in 1 Corinthians 15, 57, this is, I, we read this scripture, uh, and some of us do. I've read it many times at a funeral because we're just talking about, uh, oh, death, where is your sting? And oh, uh, grave, where is, you know? And it goes on to say, but this is what it says. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. My friends, we have victory when we know Christ. In this life or in death, we have victory. In 2 Corinthians 2.14, it says, Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph and triumph in Christ. But the foolish builder, the foolish builder goes about and he says, uh, Where's God in all this? What's happening in all this? But mature Christians know that God has our back. He has our back. Pressure is revealed, but listen, pressure will reveal where you're at. It'll find out where you're at. It, it'll tell you what's in you. And that's when storms come, what do you begin to do? Storms are going to come. Recognize God's favor upon you. My friends, in, in Proverbs or uh, Psalm 30, verse 5, it says, His favor is for life. When you know the rock, when you built your house on the rock, you can stand strong in all the times of trouble. And we're, we're living in the midst of trouble. I'm telling you, it is a, a troubled land we live in, a troubled time. God's present presence is a, a place of protection. How I many of you know he's always provided for protection? We know the, the Psalm 91, you, you, many of you have read that and read it for, uh, on a daily basis. But what does it say in the first couple of verses? He who dwells in the secret place, that place of protection, that place that, that, that uh, you can find shelter, the secret place of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him while I trust. Listen, what are you saying tonight? Are you saying, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm so worried. I'm so distressed about what the way the world's going. Are you saying, I know it's coming. I know it's here. I know trouble is all around, but I will trust in the Lord. I will put my trust. He is my refuge and my fortress. I built my house on solid ground on the, on the rock of our salvation is Jesus Christ. In his presence, you will what? Rise above your problems. Throughout that Psalm 91, it tells you what, what, what you can depend on, what you can put your faith in. You can hear from God. How many of you know in the presence of Almighty God, you can hear his voice? You can know his word. Get your emotions under control. How many of you know it's important to have uh, stable emotions and control of your emotions? That's going on today. Fear is, is a, uh, uh, an attack upon your emotions. A lot of people are in fear over COVID-19. I know it's a serious thing, very serious thing. They're, they're uptight, they're worried, they're anxious about different things, but we shouldn't have to be. We can get our emotions under control when we know we're living in the presence of Almighty God. He'll help us do that. And then we can also receive direction and instructions. I mean, even though it's important to hear the voice of the Lord, to know what the word of God says, it gives us direction and instruction of where we should go and how we should live. Amen? Amen. This is vitally important. In God, we will, storms will still come. Over in Mark uh, uh, chapter 4, verses 35 through 41, Jesus and his disciples were in a boat going to the other side. He got in and said, let's go to the other side other side of the, the sea there. And they're in the boat and Jesus is asleep. 
But all of a sudden, a great storm came up. Now, listen, they had Jesus in the boat. They were right in the midst of God's will. <laughs> Amen. They were, you can be in the midst of God's will and storms are still going to come. Trouble is still going to come. And Jesus was asleep and they, he, they woke him up. They were afraid. And he, he, he spoke to the storm and calmed the storm. Oh, wow. He spoke to the storm. Peace be still. And in verse 40, he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? What are we to do? How's faith come? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And the more we hear the word of God, it will, it, we can magnify it over the troubles of our life. We can begin to have uh, a faith to stand against the trials of life and the tribulations that come in Jesus' name. Amen? But he said, he said, why is it you have no faith? He might be saying that to you and me tonight if we're, if we're, if we're all anxious and worried and, and not standing on his word. But listen, get in the word of God. Begin to praise God. Begin to magnify him. Begin to put the word greater in your life than what the troubles that are coming at you. What do we do? In Mark eleven twenty three, you know this scripture. Mark eleven twenty two and 23. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. When you're troubled, listen, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I'm prophesying to you, there will be trouble and there will be tribulation in your life. <laughs> makes, makes me a prophet, right? No, that, that's just the way that we live in a fallen world. So that's going to come. But Mark eleven twenty two 22 says, have faith in God. You know that story. You know what he, he had cursed the fig tree. And they said, how did you do that? And he says, have faith in God. And he says, whosoever... You're a whosoever, I'm a whosoever, shall say unto the mountain, <laughs> be say unto the mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. Say unto your trouble, say unto the storm, be thou removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, he shall have whatsoever he says. Listen, we're to run to Jesus and his word. Run to things of God. Know what the word of God says. Use the scripture against the enemy. Use the scripture against the problem. Don't fear. Don't be anxious. You know, first, you know, it's a natural inclination, I guess, to fear when something happens. But immediately you can change that. You can begin to say, God, help me. I don't know what's going to happen here, but I'm trusting you right in the midst of this. Right in the midst of this, I begin to speak the word of God. Speak to the storm. The problem and the problem of your in your life with the word of God. Listen, my friends, when you do that, it begins to it begins to bring stability to what you're what you're thinking, and it'll bring calm to the situation. Listen to Psalm nineteen fourteen. The, the psalmist writes this: Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Listen, it's important. <laughs> Your meditations in your heart, because why? What's in your heart's going to come out of your mouth and be acceptable. In other words, when you put God's word in your heart and in your mouth, that's acceptable to God. When you put fear, anxiety, and worry, and, and torment, it's not acceptable to God. It doesn't, it doesn't make the devil run. It doesn't, it doesn't change the situation. But he says, when he says that, my strength and my redeemer. How many of you know when you begin to agree with God, when you begin to uh, set the word of God in your heart like that and it comes out of your mouth, you know the word, he can be your strength and your redeemer. He's not under obligation to fulfill something that he hasn't promised. But when you begin to 
speak the promises of God, when you begin to speak the word of God, he has a place to come in. He's invited in to do, be your strength and be your help and ever-present help. So what else can we do in the midst of troubled times? What, what do we do? Well, second, uh, secondly, first we, we get in God's word and we begin to trust God, right? Secondly, we praise and thank God in the midst of our storm. How many of you know the storms are coming, the winds are blowing, the rain is uh, descending, maybe hail and all that sort of thing. We had just had a, a blast of, I forget what they call it, it's like a, uh, 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 a, a hurricane in, inland. And there's a name for it, I forget the name. It just, it tore up things all over the state and all over a number of states. And it came just suddenly like that. I don't know if you had that, experienced that the other night, but man, it just come in like that. Well, in Acts 16, you know this story, Paul and Silas had just done something good for a young uh, girl that was in bondage to some people that were using her to make money. You knew the story. They cast a devil out of her, Paul did. And so Paul and Silas get thrown into the stocks and they get persecuted. They get beaten, whipped, and put in the, in the, the bilge of the, of the prison. And, but they didn't, they didn't uh, immediately go, why are we in this prison? What is happening to me? Why is this going on? What's wrong with America? What's wrong with our government? What's wrong with all of this? Why am I being persecuted? No, why did I get whipped and beat it, beaten? No, they didn't say that at all. It says, what did it say? It said they began to uh, uh, sing uh, hymns and, and give praise unto God in the midnight hour, in the troubled times. The rain and storms had come against them, but they began to worship God and praise God right in the midst of that storm. And you know that story. The, the earthquake came and opened up the prison and they were all released. And, and later the, the prison guard got saved and he and his family. What a blessing right in the midst of trouble. So what do you do when trouble comes in your life? Are you gonna uh, uh, complain and gripe and, and carry on? Or are you gonna begin to praise God? Listen to Psalm 34 verse one and through four. I will bless the Lord at all times. <laughs> the, the psalmist said in the troubled times, I'm still blessing God regardless. His praise shall continually be where? In my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Now here's the key. Oh, magnify the Lord. Make the Lord louder and larger than your problem, than your, than your tribulation, than your tri trials. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. In other words, let's lift up the name of Jesus. Let's begin. Listen, when you begin to praise God, it will drive back the enemy. It'll cause the enemy <laughs> to run. Amen? At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every demon shall flee. At truly, at somebody that knows that name, it has an intimate relationship with the person of that name. Amen? It goes on to say, I sought the Lord. How many of you are seeking the Lord tonight? Don't be seeking it on, on the national news. Don't be seeking it on and, and reading and saying, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to have to trust God right now. I'm telling you, like never before. These signs shall come. That's what it says at the end. It'll be things like this. This isn't going away, my friends. This is not going away, but we can have victory and we can have triumph right in the midst of this. It goes on, I sought the Lord and he, he heard me and delivered me from all my, what? Fears. I mean, you know, fear is a terrible thing. Fear brings torment. And that's what's happening right now. And listen, I don't mean to, to uh, uh, 
water this down or belittle it. This is a trial run here with this COVID all going on. This is, this is not the end of this thing. There's, there's more trouble coming. And there's all sorts of things going on in our nation around the world today that Jesus said would go on. So we, we, must, we must get to the place where we're, where we're just trusting him at all times. I will trust him at all times. I will bless him at all times. I will magnify him at all times. What else can we do? We can be obedient to God's word. I mean, we know it's important to be obedient to God's word. Obedience is better than sacrifice, and the scripture says. Obedience. Listen to what God's word says, how we should live, what we should do. You know, uh, the epistles, are the, Paul's letters and Peter's letter and James and all the others that wrote letters, they instruct us how to live. What's the godly way to live? We're to live godly in this ungodly world. We're to show ourselves strong. We're to be obedient rather than saying being disobedient because, you know, that man that built us, uh, uh, that person that built their house upon the sand, they, they heard, but they didn't obey. And great was their fall because they didn't listen to how they should build their house. What else? Trust in the Lord, uh, God's ability to deliver and uphold you. Got to trust him. Say, Lord, I know that you make a way where there seems to me no way. <laughs> there is no temptation that's not common to man, whereas God has made a way of escape. So I know that there's something. It's in your word and in your presence. So, Lord, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to get in this word and find a way out. I'm going to find a direction that I need to go. I'm going to listen for your voice, and I'm going to walk and, and, and be obedient to it. How about walking in the authority and power that God has given you? Luke 9, 1 and 2. Luke 10, 19. Jesus said, all authority has been given unto him, and, and he's, all authority has been given unto us to tread on scorpions and serpents and all the evil things of the enemy. So we got authority. So stand in your authority. Authority, uh, put your shoulders back a little bit and begin to speak to some things. Begin to speak to some things that are troubling you and say, get out in Jesus' name. Plead the blood of Jesus over yourself, over your family, over the things that are going on. Speak the word of God over yourself every day. Say, not, not in my house. Not in my house. Use the authority that you have. Stand strong in this day and this hour. <laughs> have courage and boldness in this very hour. Jesus said in John or Hebrews 13, 5, you know what this says. Jesus says, why? I will never, never leave you or forsake you. He's never going to leave you or forsake you. So we're to be strong and courageous over in Joshua 1, 8, and 1, uh, 8 it begins to say, he told Joshua, didn't he? Joshua was facing a lot of uh, things going on in that day. He was getting ready to take over for Moses, and, and God told him, be strong and courageous. Be bold and courageous. Don't back up to what the enemy's trying to do. Be bold and courageous in this day and this hour. Now what else can we do? We can keep our armor on. Last week, I think I mentioned the Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 or 19. Put on the whole armor of God. Why? Because we're not wrestling. This is a spiritual battle we're fighting in. It's not just a physical battle. It's a spiritual battle. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but all these spiritual things going on. So we have to keep the armor on. And then why? So we can stand in this evil day, in this time that we're in. Listen to what Philippians uh, 1 says. 27 and 28 says it says 
only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, this is Paul, I, am, I, I may hear of your affairs that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for faith of the gospel, and not in any way terrified by your adversaries. We're not to be terrified of this. We're to stand strong, my friends, with the full armor of God on in this evil day that we're living in. Listen, there is only one great hope for America. We're all sinners. <laughs> all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, the Bible says. That means systemic racism they're talking about today. There is no such thing. We're all sinners. White sinners, black sinners, yellow sinners, all sinners. But we have hope in Jesus Christ and him alone. So we as Christians, we as Christians need to do what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to stand strong, upholding the banner, the blood-stained banner of Jesus Christ, holding the cross up and saying, we live for Jesus Christ. Amen. You got to let the devil know, draw a line in the sand and say, look and tell the devil, hey, not in my house. I'm building my house on the rock, the rock of Jesus Christ, the rock that holds strong even in the midst of storms. Amen? Amen. And what else do, does Paul said in, in Ephesians 6, 10 through 19? And he says, pray with all prayer. So what are we to do? Pray like never before. Stand in the, in strong. Don't, don't just idly go by every day and not pray. Pray. Pray one for another. Pray for uh, this nation. Pray that peace would come in this nation, that the joy of the Lord would be at the strength of those that, that stand for, for the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not to fear. We're representing the kingdom of God, <laughs> a great kingdom, amen? So let's, let's just do that and see God work in our lives. Yeah, trouble and tribulation are gonna come, but be of good cheer, Jesus said. I have overcome the world, and you can too, and I can too. So let me just pray right now before we get off here. Father, I thank you that, I thank you, Lord, that in this day and this hour, you've called us for such a time as this to be strong in the Lord and empower his might, not to give in to the wiles of the devil. Lord, I pray for everyone that hears this message tonight would begin to stand strong, begin to gird up the loins of their, uh, of, of their, their salvation and begin to just work out things that, in their life with the word of God and the presence of God in their life. We thank you, Lord, that we, we pray for our nation to see a great awakening. We pray for the church to have a great revival in Jesus' name, that the word of God would go forth and there would be many come to know you because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But we thank you that even in the midst of trouble and time and, and tribulation, we can depend on you for your, <laughs> your only hope, Jesus. We thank you for it. Give you all the praise in your name. Amen. We'll be blessed. We'll see you next time. Stand strong. Keep on going. Thanks for listening. We hope that this message encouraged and equipped you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram to stay updated with what's going on at Living Word Family Church. Have a great day.